Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly. Nick and George here with Sweetheart. explain that because i don't think anyone's heard of this movie <laughs> dude i posted it on instagram and we should get a couple hundred likes yeah. each time i woke up i posted this poster, <laughs> and, I poster. Ta- and i tagged blumhouse i was like this movie <laughs> i was like best monster movie of the year and it got like 34 likes That's i was like saying. are you guys like wake up wake up sheeple it's a weird name it's a cool poster but it's got no obvious horror thing on it it looks like it could be a thriller if you posted the one that i'm looking at you right would have never guessed this monster movie right yeah exactly so i don't know but i think this movie is pretty really here's good. what here's what i'm saying yes here's, here's what i want blumhouse to do hit me it's not too late to like change the name just call it sweetheart calling a monster film <laughs> No, no. See, I like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight for it. I'm gonna fight for the name. I'm gonna fight for this movie. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. Right, let's. Well. So, for the people who haven't seen it, let, I'm gonna give them a brief. I'm not even gonna read a, a breakdown because it doesn't need it. Let's just do this. Let's just, we'll do it live. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is a monster movie that you don't think is a monster movie. You think this movie is Castaway for like the first third of it. Yeah. Then it becomes a pretty full fledged monster movie. Then it becomes. Kind of like a survivor with the, because other characters show up, not many, but there's dynamics between them that are really interesting. It reminded me almost a, li- a little bit of like what lies beneath or dead calm or something, because there's some complex emotional stuff happening between these people that we're not, yeah, really caught up on or read in on, and they don't really bother to fill you in either. It's just like totally. you're just kind of like a fly on the wall, absolutely. And then there's an epic monster clash, Mad Max Thunderdome style at the end. That was great. So, I mean, if any of that appeals to you, then this movie should be good yeah. for you. Castaway, Ship of Water, Creature from Black Lagoon, Predator, mm-hmm. uh, Backdraft, a lot of fire. <laughs> there was surprisingly a lot of fire. There was a good amount of fire, especially towards the end. So, this is going to be a spoiler-heavy episode. Um, I am just going to say this at the start, because I, we, I know we go back and forth on this. I have come a lot more your direction than you've come mine. I am I am way less hesitant about spoilers than I used to be. I used to not like them, generally speaking. Yeah. I actually have come way towards your position of not caring, like I, I because it's too much effort to dodge them, <laughs> right? Yeah. So and it, I don't feel like you're right. I don't feel like it really impacts the movie. There is something special about just not knowing anything about this movie going into it. So I'm almost arguing against their own podcast. But one of the things I liked about the movie was. It just came up totally under the radar and surprised me and gave me a good hour and 20 minutes. And the length, by the way, of this movie is a big plus. Yeah, it'd be a little shorter on the shorter <laughs> side, man. That's kind of nice. It's totally. Yeah, like I, can, I can either watch like like five episodes of The Office or I can get into this. I can get this horror film under my belt. And totally. it's a good investment of time. Totally. So that's the start of it. But let's walk through. So here's the, the, the that's how kind of the movie goes. When we when we meet this person, the 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 lead actress, who by the way makes this movie, she was spectacular. Uh, her character name is Jennifer Reming. Um, Jen. <laughs> right. Uh, Kersey Clemens is the name, and and she's fantastic. So here's the thing. It starts. We we meet her. It's it's uh, she's washed up on shore with. An almost dead friend. Coconut Pete. <laughs> Whose name is Brad, but we called him Coconut Pete because there's a hilarious thing. I'm going to let Nick tell you what that is. So, But we don't know how they got there. 
Yeah. We see a couple life jackets. We see a little bit of debris. I thought it was a plane crash for some of it because that's how a lot of these movies unfold. But that's it turns out it's actually a boat sinking is is how they got to this island. But we're just with the two characters. The one character kicks up. Coconut Pete leaves us really quickly. Yeah, he's got coral like stuck in his belly. Yeah, well, that's going to be a thing we discuss later. But anyway, he leaves us really fast. And then we're just with her until we meet the monster, which is literally at least a third into the movie. So she goes into survival castaway mode. Yeah. But talk to me about Coconut Pete real quick because that was the Dude, best. that was the hardest I've laughed at a horror movie <laughs> in like a long time. And no, no, like people are like, oh, I left because it was so bad, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It's like it wasn't that this was bad. No, it was just like I mean she was. No, trying. it was real. It felt real. Like that's what would really happen. Yeah. So her coconut Pete is sitting there. Uh, she pulls the coral out. He's stabbed. He's bleeding. He's in bad shape. He looks like he's been. He just landed in. Normandy. Yeah, he doesn't look good at all. He looks like Saving Private Ryan got him. So then she she finds a lovely bunch of coconuts and then she. Uh, hacks it open, right, to get him some water. Which takes a lot Long. of effort, because that's part of why forever. this was so funny. Yeah, Because we spent literally 90 seconds with her just, just beating with the a crap rock. out yeah. of a coconut, and, like, trying to even get, like, a little hole. And then, then she gets a hole in it, and, like, like, a lot of it pours out. And you're like, oh, God damn it. So then she walks up. No, to, no, she doesn't. She runs pell mell back to her friend who she's oh, trying yeah, to save because he's dehydrated. You gotta, she's trying to like and she's sloshing it. like coconut out of it Valuable. while she's running. So there's almost none left after all this work. Yeah. And so then it cuts to Coconut Pete, and he's just sitting there with like his mouth like kind of like open, and cracked she, lips. Yeah, cracked lips. And then she just pours coconut in, and it's just like none of it. <laughs> like like it hits his mouth, like none of it goes in because he's fucking dead. Splashes all over yeah, his head. Just wastes and all she's the so excited. She's like, Brad, Brad. She's like, so excited. And then after she dumps all of the contents of the coconut water, all, all which I, she could labor. use at this point, yeah, she dumps Wasted. it all over his head. He's just dead. Now, He's you, just, got a, now you got a coconut smelling dead body. Yeah, exactly. Who's not going <laughs> to do anything for her? So she wasted all that water. He's not going to do anything. He's not going to like fart like uh, Harry Potter would have around the island. Oh, and, yeah. And like do all that Survivor What was that movie Survivor Man or something like that Whatever that movie was Fucking, I love that movie <laughs> I know you do You could do a double feature With those two Two movies <laughs> And Predator No one would understand so, Yeah so she wastes All that coconut water yeah. And I laughed so hard Just cause like She was so excited And she, just splashed it On his face And she seems like So here's the thing Cause I turned to you While we were watching this And we were doing Real time odds And this is always fun During any kind of movie That's Survivor themed but I was asking you real-time odds, like what are her odds of making it out of this before the monster? Just like surviving on an island by herself, getting the food, water, signal for help, all the all the situation handled, right? And like I felt decently good. She was she's super young. She's obviously bright. You know, she looked a little beat up, but I don't think she was like severely injured. So I felt like we were pretty good. But then when she saw like you know Coconut Pete lying there wounded. All she did was scream for help like crazy, like super high pitched because she was clearly she has no experience tending to wounds or dead people. Right, or surviving on an island. Right. So like then the odds went way down. Right. And then I felt like the odds stayed pretty low through all her survival moves until the monster arrived. And then strangely, the odds went up because I felt like she was better suited at fighting a monster. than she was just making it. <laughs> she she improved a little bit. Like she started grilling fish. She did. Yeah, that first fish she, she tried. She was baiting fish with other fish, which was Yeah, cool. yeah, she she was slow. I think she was doing a, like a normal, like if I was on an island, <laughs> I think we'd have the same 
projector right. of survival skills. <laughs> but like it was, you know, it wasn't like she was like it wasn't like castaway level where like you know, she eventually got a nice little cot uh, in between some trees. Totally. She really didn't leave the part of the island she landed on. No. Which was really interesting. We got a couple beautiful overhead shots. And you see the island's huge. Of the island. And it is huge. And I mean, this is a gorgeously shot movie. But she, we didn't get to see that island was gorgeous. But we got saw none of that island, basically. We saw where she landed. And then. Yeah, that was it. That's pretty much it. It was shot like a music video. Like everything was like super. Shot a little bit like the shallows, but way more realistic. Yeah, like it looked. It looked really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, her survival survival skills. Okay, so her survival moves. You know, they were they were pretty good. And then, especially well, the yeah, well, yeah. So wait, wait, hold on. Like, her shank like, skills got good. Yeah, they they got really good. And they, matter of fact, they got good in real time during that whole sequence. She got better and better at it, considering yeah. how wounded she was. But all right. Here's the thing. If there is magic to this movie, so I, I'm just going to lay my cards mm-hmm. on the table. I think this movie is is really good. I think it's better than Crawl, which is the movie that's most like it that came out this year that everyone urged me to see. I still like Burning Bright better than this movie uh, uh, by a hair, probably. But I like this movie a lot, right? So I mm-hmm. think this is a really good movie. Um, if there's magic in this movie... I think to me, for personally anyway, it's it's kind of the magic rests in how little is explained, yeah, and kind of how mysterious what's left out becomes. But it's like an effortless mysteriousness. It's like it's the opposite of what Knives Out is. Knives Out has full control of every mystery it's giving you. If it's giving you a piece of information and the piece of information is incomplete. It has a plan. It's like I'm gonna. It's gonna. I'm gonna finish this off. Right. It's, it's like an Olympic gymnast routine. Like I'm gonna nail the landing, take a bow. Like that's how knives out. This movie's like you don't know what this means. Screw you. <laughs> and you don't know what this means. Screw you. So the biggest example of that that I wanted to point out was two people show up in the back half of this movie in a raft. Mm-hmm. Right. So these are the stragglers of the circle of friends that were on a boat, basically partying or out on vacation or something. Doing something. Kind of like spring break style. And then the, the boat stank, like whatever fancy yacht they were on or whatever it was that sank. And then they end up here. Right. So there's friends straggling and her ex, her boyfriend, not ex, sorry, her boyfriend shows up with another girl who was on the raft with him. The boyfriend is the biggest asshole in horror yeah, cinema sucks. in quite a while. He's totally terrible. He undermines her, gaslights her. He, he, I don't, you know, like it's it's terrible. He's a he's he's terrible. But when we get back into the raft for their escape attempt, the raft that the two people came in, the raft looks like a murder scene inside. Mm-hmm. Like there is blood everywhere. And there's blood on his knife too. And there's blood on her boyfriend's pocket knife. So the question is, what went down on that raft? I think I know, but before I... Tell me, what do you think went down they on that raft? They ate somebody. They ate somebody. That's what you think went down on Fuck that. no, they didn't know one. That's, <laughs> uh, I think they murdered someone. I think they murdered Coconut Pete. And I think... Because there's a line, I don't know if you caught it, but there's a line that these two people say to each other where when... Um, when his girlfriend, the main, the main character of the movie, um, uh, what's her name again? Jennifer. When she, uh, when Jennifer, um, goes back into the raft, sees the blood, she's a little freaked out or whatever. She starts telling them we have to leave because there's a monster on the island and they don't believe her. And then they turn to each other when she's not listening and he goes, she sounds like Brad. 
Mm. So she's telling him, I saw a monster. Brad said, did he, did you see it? Those are his last words. So he was raving and freaking out and panicking about a monster in that raft, probably freaking them out and giving away their position or whatever. And they murdered Coconut Pete. He has stab wounds. I went back and looked at his body lying on the beach. I mean, he has coral sticking out of him, but he's got other stab wounds. Mm, okay. Right? That's and the- now there's blood in the raft. So that means they. I think they killed this guy. And if they killed this guy... Because they have no problem turning on her either, right? I mean, they turn on her pretty hard. They tie her up and, and yeah. mistreat her and, and do, like, whatever. So, like, I think that I think what happened was they went through hell on that raft. I think the guy and the girl bonded. I don't think he cares about his girlfriend anymore. I think he's more with the girl than his than He his is. He seemed like a pretty big scum lord. He, well, he's not, he not only a scum lord, but I think, I mean, when you're in a situation when it's two survivors who have a secret, and you're trying to get out of a situation. Secret secrets are no fun. <laughs> secret secrets hurt someone. <laughs> That's what I think. But the amazing thing is the movie gives us almost nothing to go on to get there. Right? Yeah. That's why I asked you because I suspected like without Foul going play. back to look at it, you probably weren't thinking that that was. No, you're looking at the big piece of coral sticking out of the dude's don't. rib cage. And I don't know that's right. Like, I, That's the thing is I can't tell you that. But I, all I know is that I think. That there's They're all lot, shady. You, there's a lot of things in this movie that aren't explained, like the blood on the raft or where they came from or whether there's more monsters than this. And I think it's glorious the movie didn't bother to explain. And so there's a there's a huge chunk of it with like no dialogue. Yeah, totally. Which sometimes I'm for. Sometimes I like the Aaron Sorkin stuff where it's like blah, 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 blah. This was way more quiet. But sometimes, us. yeah, sometimes like just being quiet like is like meditative. Mm-hmm. Plus, like you're on an island, you know, it's quiet. That's what I'm saying. You know, it was fun kinda, to be like yeah. in, that, in that world. I'd it really, was more fun than the shallows. Because yeah. that beach she went to was ludicrous in the shallows. Yeah. It's more fun than crawl because we spent all of crawl in a basement. Yeah. Right? Like this yeah. is like, this felt like a vacation slightly marred with a lot of mayhem. A lot of mayhem and mystery. <laughs> I, I, I'm a big fan of them not explaining almost anything because even her backstory comes up briefly for a second mm-hmm. with that dude that she's not believable that she's kind yeah. of a chronic liar that dude's like talking with that dude's sleeping he's trying to wake up mm-hmm. remember he was, he's got that eye always looks sleepy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what i found out that was cool that i want to drop on you real quick the i'll tell you how this movie was created okay the creator of this movie was drunk mm-hmm. on a beach on vacation and he lost track of time. So he was on vacation. Became, yeah, became, <laughs> it was like two in the morning. He was drunk. He was by himself. It was super dark. He got really startled. And then there was like a flash of light, probably from like a ship or a lighthouse or whatever. He didn't know what it was. And he's like, what if I saw a shape rising out of the water with that light behind it? And he made this movie based off that drunk beach experience. He wrote the whole rest of the script, which is only 68 pages, by the way, because there's not a lot going on in this movie. Dang. So, so, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but there's just not a lot of characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he created this based on that iconic flare shot, which is by far the best shot in the movie. Yeah. And I think I like this movie more knowing that some guy just did that thing that we all think. We all think we have a good idea for a movie. We all probably think it when we got drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but he was right. You're like, you know what shot would be terrifying? <laughs> and it was great. And the shot was great. The shot was really good. And the dynamic of the shot, I like the way the shot was structured because... So she's sleeping on the beach first night, right? She hears a plane go overhead. She runs out. I think she's only got one flare. So she's she, got a few because they had more when uh, 
the people show up. They had like three flares. Okay, so she has a limited supply of flares, but she's using one of her limited supply of flares. She runs out across the night beach, an island she's never been on before. The plane is... Is, and by the way, she misses everything in this movie. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just, that's part of why this movie is real. She was sleeping when she was trying to trick the monster into taking bait. Mm-hmm. So she, or she looked away and then she missed the bait taking. She missed the plane because she was asleep, which is how it would happen. You would just figure. Like, yeah, you'd wake up, you'd hear the plane, and then like you'd scramble <laughs> right, to get his exactly. attention. Yeah. So she scrambles, she shoots the flare. The plane is almost gone. And then you just see the back tail of it. And you see this flare sadly arcing in the night. And lighting up just a little bit around it, and everything else is black because nature has you got your flow flare as a joke to like a black sky, right? And then you realize the plane missed it, but it was the dynamic of the shot because the flare is falling, falling, falling like her fortunes, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the, you, obviously the plane's not going to see it because the plane is now out of picture, right? Mm. And you're just watching the flare go down into the water, and you're thinking, oh, she's so screw, whoa. She's so <laughs> that screwed. Outline. That's like, the like, because it's already she screwed, and then it's like mega screwed. Like which is that weird. was a, that was a. I'm surprised that wasn't the poster. Totally, they just didn't want to reveal it. Apparently, but yeah, but even the silhouette, like you still don't have any clue. That's what, it what I'm looks saying like. is between the name and the poster, I don't think they want people to know this is a monster movie. I think people, they want people to think this is a survivor movie like Arctic with Matt Mickelson or like one of those movies or, you know, Alive or one of those. And then then it's a monster movie. That's the thing is, I Blumhouse. mean, why would you name it Sweetheart? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Blumhouse, hold on. That's not how they get you. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> the Blumhouse thing is a pretty big giveaway, but. Well, no, no, no. No, no, no. It's not the fact that it's Blumhouse. It's just uh, like, it's just, it's the, like looking at it, like when you sent it to me, like Sweetheart had this thing. Like the last thing I would have thought of was a monster movie on an island. And you love monster movies. That's why we're watching it. Yeah. So, like, uh, yeah. Was, well, maybe that's why no one's ever heard of this movie because this movie was released in January of this year. This Whoa. movie's been out for a long time. I thought this was a recent one. No, like, we, past we, no we just heard about this and it's been a long time. <laughs> wow. And it was not theater release from a Man, Blumhouse movie. This movie would have changed a lot of the dynamic of like, how's 2019 for horror? Like that would have yeah, been a game maybe changer. because I mean I have a feeling there's a big slice of the horror community that isn't gonna like it for the same reason that anyone who didn't like backcountry didn't like that. No, because I hated backcountry. Well, I know I understand, but it's paced similarly. Not much happens, right? Not many characters. Well, the difference is is one woman is trying to survive on an island, and then two fucking. The weaves are hiking in the woods, you know, like idiots. Like, of course, I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I feel like the things you could say about backcountry slow, not enough going on, not much explained. Yeah. I'll meet like, you halfway. I see what you're saying because the it monster is. is the game changer. Because in this yeah. one, the monster is like is like that first part shape of water pumpkin head. Yeah, that's what you told me before we watched it. People were saying it was like pumpkin head and we're like that could either be a great compliment or like kind of a backhand right because right, you can't it's hard to picture pumpkin head in like hdr but like it works it's a really cool design yeah he you know what's funny though is like we've you see it they do they do a really good job at the jaws thing where it's like don't reveal it too much and they're towards the end during the big fight scene like you have to see it but even during like even if you told me right now to draw the monster from memory i couldn't I oh I absolutely could, but you but, could. 
Oh, I absolutely could. But I did go back and look at a couple scenes this morning. So, Man, I see, yeah, well, I, that's a little bit. Yeah, of course you'll pass the test if you study, George. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's weird. My impression of this monster is it looks a little bit like Tim Curry Legend up in the head, upper body region. It's got like horns coming out of the top. And then it's got like that flat bony face with the high cheekbones. I, I don't know. It, it struck me. It a looked a little bit like Legend with a little bit of Predator and a lot of Creature Black Lagoon Shape of Water. I think that's a perfect mix. I kept when it would flash its face and like it had um had like that white face. Mm-hmm. I always kept seeing a rat's face for some reason. And I, you did, and it was freaking me out because that's not what it looked like. But the, the, yeah. once you said it, that's what I was seeing. Was, yeah, I could not stop seeing this rat face. So I was thinking of like Mulberry Street and stuff like that, like these rats and shit. And then you know you finally get a look at. It. I'm like, okay, I, I see what it, what it is. <laughs> it's a cool looking monster too. Yeah, here's the thing. So. One of the things I love about doing a horror podcast is the backwards kind of connections that form. Mm -hmm. Because I'm really into how the horror community supports each other, which is why we try to be a really supportive like entity, like for other people who are trying to do things in the horror community. And also how horror... I feel like, you know, I'm all for competition, but I I don't like cutthroat competition. I feel like horror movies should support each other. This movie, to me, made The Relic a little bit better. Because Mm. The Relic monster is way better than this monster. And I'm not bashing this monster. It just watching this made me realize how scary and interesting The Relic monster design was. Because if you took The Relic monster and put it in this movie this movie would be one of the best horror movies of the year. It, it's just this monster was, and maybe cause I'm going to argue in a second that this monster, cause we talked about this right before we started recording mm-hmm. about how the monster, I felt bad for the monster. I had a little bit of that Frankenstein creature, of the black lagoon sympathy for the monster. Yeah. Cause he's just hunting. This is just his territory. Like, it's not like people are just kind of like instacarting themselves. <laughs> <violent>. <laughs> 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 That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> right. He's not luring them there. Like, right. And, and he's just kind of, you know, feeding. So, like, I, uh, you know, he's not, tor- he wasn't even like torturing people or doing anything mean. He's basically just gr- killing what he can, bringing it back to his house. Yeah. That's and eating creepy it and ass then going out the hunting ocean. the next day. Right. So, like, you know, I've, and it, so my argument would change if it was a big, imposing relic type demon monster. But that was the, the only thing about this was I really like the monster design. I just, don't know how I felt about whether it was intentional that they were trying to make this basically a National Geographic movie with a creature that doesn't exist. Because that's what we were watching, basically. We were basically watching Planet Earth kill this Monster kill edition. this actress edition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did a good job. Even the, the noises for the monster were pretty cool. So good. It was like, it was very... And it was a sequence. It was like growl... Like huff, and then like a chittering. Yeah, like some that weird was the creepiest one. Avatar Predator like kind of shit. Yep. The sound design for the monster was really cool. It was very very good. Um, other characters besides the lead character, dude, I love the two people who come up to the island just because they're like they're total fucking goobers. Like they are. I hate their guts. You were so ready for them to die every time they said some <laughs> shit. Anytime they said anything to like the lead actress, I was like, I would just be like, I can't wait for them to meet the monster. Like, totally. and, they, and the movie did a really good job at 
Well, well, the first thing that I really loved is that she tried to explain to them that there's a monster on the island. Yes. Because how many horror films have you watched where you're just like, just explain that there's a monster and people will get in suit, you know, the follow. And then she explains that there's a monster and they're like, so... No, and that was totally Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, no one will believe her. Like, Mm -hmm. no one believes her. She's basically the teenager and everyone else is adults. Uh, not not literally, but like like the analogy, because no one buys what she says. No one's gonna believe it. I, I actually really love the sequence of her explaining that it's a monster, them sort of being like whatever, and then her trying to escape with the raft. I that was ridiculous. That's the only. That was the worst escape attempt in the history of cinema. It was it was good effort, poor execution. Yeah, you, no, yeah, I'm, I'm saying the movie knew what it was doing. That yeah. was not a mistake. It was just, it reminded me of the escape attempt in Dunkirk. Remember when they're in that ship and the ship's being shot at and the bullets oh, keep yeah, making yeah, holes yeah. in it? Except for somehow even dumber than that escape attempt. Like, and that's the thing. So can we talk about this real quick? Because somehow this lead actress and her character survived what would tear apart most, like. Dumb character decisions, check. Like, like she tries that. She tries to put herself in the safety of a hammock in the sky with a tall creature, which is, I think, is the wor- not a great move. Even though, it, I mean, I guess it sort of worked. That's the bet. Honestly, that's no. The best she did move. better hiding in the ground because at least yeah, when but she not was hiding s- in the log, but not for she, sleeping. She was alert. Yeah, well, true. She was alert. Anyway, th- plus I, you got them scorpions. Poor and stuff. strategy. Mm-mm. And then she tries to escape in an unpowered raft against the tide under the noses of her friends, a bright yellow raft. They're like a half a football field away. Yes. Where's she going? That was, it was, it was a, it was a ill-conceived plan, (laughs) but you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots. You don't, it was worse than running upstairs. It was worse than falling down when the monster was chasing you. It was literally the dumbest plan I've ever seen. I think I think comparing it to running upstairs, I would put it at the second dumbest idea. <laughs> but I did like what conspired afterwards, where I liked her kicking that one bitch in the mouth. Yeah, because oh my god, I hated those characters. They were they were just and there then to when die. they smacked them when she smacked uh, the lead actress with the uh, the paddle, mm-hmm. I was. That was the most shocking moment of the movie for you. I remember your reaction was like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you bitch. She flat paddled her in the face. And then she's underwater and her like heads cracked open. I'm like, you idiots. Like, why would you do like, even if yeah, for a second, I thought she was dead. And I thought this was night of the living dead. Like we just lost the the guy. He just like put another one on the fire. Like I'm like, we just lost our lead actress. Yeah. And so after that, that, that was my favorite setup of the film because you knew then that once night came the monster was going to come and fuck them up yep oh we didn't even talk about the monster hunting yes let's talk about that because that was amazing and the payoff for the people the terrible people is great i to them to get killed is fantastic that was the best thing of the movie was seeing the monster uh get the first shank Yes. When they were, when you got to see like how yep. he was hunting her, at least yep. running along the shoreline, how he would like run after her. He was, I mean, he was, he was 
faster than her on land because he's just huge. Yep. But he's even quicker in the water. And him going, him like jumping into the water, and then coming out, and then jumping in, coming out was, that was like a great process. Yeah, this movie kind of felt like it a video actually, game. Actually, you know, the funny thing though is that it is actually what the host monster did. If you remember the host, the host would run along the shore. Remember there's that part where it's like almost stadium seating and he runs like along that and dives in the water, comes back out and kills the dad of the family. Like he does that run along the shore, jump in and out thing. So I, you know, I, I, it was weird because I didn't put it together until I thought about it after we watched it, but it was a very similar way the host monster hunted and the host might be one of the best monster movies the last, I don't know, 30 years or whatever, whenever that came out. Yeah, no, that part was was great, and it just it made him like feel really powerful until until you stab him in the belly. Yeah, and here's you know the thing is, and I might be reading way too much of this movie, but I feel like the way he was portrayed was interesting. I feel like he almost is stranded there as well. It's almost like like there's there's like mm-hmm. he's cut off from the other breed of monsters or whatever, and he's just on this island trying to make it work. Like there, I feel like him and the lead actress are the same, like because they're almost at the, when they fight, it's almost a draw. <laughs> yeah, between her ability to use tools, which he obviously doesn't have, possess that kind of intelligence, right, and his superior hunting and physical like development, like the way I mean, he's a monster, <laughs> yeah, right. But I feel like if you factor in her ability to use tools, I feel like it's almost a draw. It's kind of like a primitive man against a saber tooth tiger. Like it would be all pretty much a draw. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I felt that was cool. And because it was a draw, I was like, is he stuck here too? Like, is he just living in this hole? Well, it like, goes, it goes back to, um, them not answering, leaving a lot of stuff, you know, pretty ambiguous. Like yep. we don't know what his whole situation is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it could be like MTV's cribs down there and like, he's loving life, <laughs> but we don't know. Don't know. That's and totally- I'm, I'm really glad we didn't go down there either, because like, yes. you know, any other horror film, like if this totally. was made in like the early 2000s, like they would have went down there and had some stupid. Yeah, like Dagon story. did that, and then we went down there at the end of Dagon. Like that's well, you know, leave Dagon alone. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to go there with Dagon. Uh, but the mon- I just, I just loved the way the monster hunt, and then the fight at the end was super awesome. The way it was framed with the fire was really cool. Well, she mentioned how like he's like. You know, fighting him near water is just a losing game. So yep. she's like, I'm going to lure this motherfucker to some fire. Yeah. And she sort of blinded him because I don't think, like, you could tell he was having trouble seeing with all the flames around him. He's obviously not used to <laughs> fucking bright lights, right? So He's not used to getting shanked by his victims, yeah. the bones of his victims. And then she shanked him, which is kind of what they did to Coconut Pete. So, like, I feel like that's, I mean, the only way you can fight him. Is you could name this movie Shanksville. <laughs> you totally, <laughs> honestly. I think that might work. You totally could. Shanksville and the Shallows. So, uh, before we rate it, anything else you want to hit on this movie? I just can't believe it came out in January. And like, right. like I thought this was like, it came out in September or October, nope. even November. No, this is but a Jesus Blumhouse, Christ. Like, this is a Blumhouse not marketed movie. It's weird. I want answers. Why is that? Like that, like that's, that's the whole thing of this movie. It doesn't give you answers. I, well, <laughs> well played. That's what I'm saying is like the way this movie came to us is appropriate for this movie for how this movie is. That's what I mean is that's the magic. Dude. Wow. 
All right. Which well, means this podcast you know episode is a disaster because the old. What We're going to get a cease and desist from Blumhouse. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You're not allowed to talk about Sweetheart, the monster movie that everyone should see. Well, they shouldn't do that because I'm about to give this a really high rating. So where where would you rate this and and what do you think? Like, So of the movies we named, like Better Than Crawl. Better Than Crawl. How about Shallows? You really like Shallows. I really like the Shallows, but I like this more. Um, Predator. For, you haven't seen Predator. I still haven't seen Predator. Okay. Um, what else is like this? So, uh, Castaway. <laughs> Come on, be fair. <laughs> I like this better than Castaway. Um, all right, let me think. So, Rogue is better than this. Rogue is really good. Rogue takes us to where the layer is. You it know? does. It does. And that was a good payoff. Uh, no, Rogue is better. But this movie is pretty good so that that's i would go closer. rogue this film yeah shallows okay crawl and i'm trying to think of like um you didn't see open water 47 meters down there's no like i don't feel i like would love to watch this movie on a cruise yeah <laughs> you just look out in the black just ocean you're heading to, to, to an, an island, island. Like a tropical yeah island. come to the beach <laughs> uh, i really like this movie i think it's great i think I think that the monster design is cool. I think I like that it just is a propulsive story on the short end without a lot of unnecessary explanations. I yep. feel like more movies should do this. I feel like it would be a perfect Netflix or Shutter original uh, kind of style. Especially Shutter. It's better than Creepshow. Um, so, like, and I like all that part of it. And here's the thing I think the main actress. Isn't Shutter adding like Tammy and the T Rex yeah, in they January? Are. They totally are. Scrap that and put this it. one in. I think the lead actress kind of makes this. I think she's amazing. I mm-hmm. think she she I think she does a really good job. And I'll tell you what, my single favorite moment, my favorite shot is the flare. But I just want to end this on my favorite moment of the movie is that is at the end when she shanks the creature in in the fire pit. Mm-hmm. And then realizes that she's still losing because he hits her and she goes flying like she weighs nothing. She she ends up smacking against a tree. Now they're both bloodied and bruised. And she finally does what I wanted her to do the whole movie and runs. So she's leaving the location and the monster's coming after you. You just hear it snorting and you hear stomping footprints in the beach and like whatever. And it's doing the in and out of the water creepy dive jump thing is doing. And you realize that even though she shanked it, it's still in better shape than her. And she's running, running. And if you watch closely... She runs out of energy. She literally runs out of the energy to run, which is what would happen to me for sure, considering the shape of it. And then she gets this look on her face and she just gets this, ah, fuck it, look, and turns to fight it. And I've always thought that in horror movies. Like, for some reason, the Friday the 13th and the franchise movies and whatever, they never, they almost never do this moment. So what happens is they're running from Jason and then Jason takes them by surprise. Or they run into him and something like cartoonish happens, like the paintball guy in Six, right? Mm-hmm. And he he just opens up with a paint gun on Jason Voorhees and gets killed or whatever. Or he take like the, it's the surprise element, but it's almost never the oh, you know what I just it's just it's gonna take too much energy to run. I'm just gonna roll the dice and turn around and fight it. Yeah, because that turn around and fight it, she acted it perfectly. The look on her face was the look you'd get when you're like, I'm gonna die, but it's. I got a better chance to roll that way. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to die exhausted at the end of my string, collapsed on a beach with this thing, 
like tearing out my insides, like the T-Rex turning over the truck in Jurassic Park and eating out its underbelly. Mm -hmm. Like she's like, I'm just going to go down swinging and turns and fights it. And it's this epic shot. And the, uh, the other epic shot when the movie, the camera pulls out is the fire spreading across. She burned a whole island down behind I love her. that. And it's becoming this enormous signal flare that you have full confidence is going to get her you know, discover someone's going to realize because the entire Island is now on fire. So there's this great half Island on fire, half still natural shot with her on the beach. And you just know, she's going to be fine. And it's so much better than like the air rescue crawl, like pull up the chicken nugget guy. <laughs> yeah. He was, you, he, he didn't have a lot left. <laughs> yeah, no, the end. I loved everything about this. Still don't know why it's called sweetheart. Uh, well, the guy, the the douchebag boyfriend who didn't believe her called her sweetheart. So I think it just means. Like, uh, okay. It basically means. I didn't catch that. Sweetheart's not the creature. I think. I think sweetheart is. I think the thing is, don't mansplain. What do you think they called the creature <laughs> when they were making the movie? Do you think they? That's called it such a great question. I thought of that too. I think I would have thought they called it sweetheart until he dropped the sweetheart line, and it was clear the boyfriend was calling her sweetheart. Yeah. What do you think they called? El Guapo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's my best guess. I don't know. I think that's probably right. Uh, I highly recommend it. They think they just call it the shape of water. No. Um, so it's taken. <laughs> it's taken. All right. So that is Sweetheart. Go check this movie out now that we've thoroughly ruined it for you and brought all the magic out of it. Go check it out and let us know what you think, <laughs> which will be hilarious. Let us know what you think. <laughs> but it, hopefully. You'll have seen it, before, you know, and you're like us. I listen to the prime. I listen to a lot more podcasts about things I've already seen than things that I've really. I'm yet to. See. Well, I guess that makes sense. To be honest with you, yeah, Just like because... I'll listen to interviews only if it's someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I mean, I know this is a weird like sub subtopic, but I I I wonder how many of, of of us there are like people who listen to at least an equal amount of things about things they've already seen. Even if they're newer, because that's right. the thing is like when I walk out of a movie like Midsummer, I'm like, am I crazy or is this a bothersome film? Like, am I? And then mm -hmm. I got to go listen to the reviews and be like, did anyone else like find this right. like off putting <laughs> or whatever? And then you got to go try to see what other, you know, is out there in the in the side guys. So that's that. Um we are into something else that we're really, really enjoying. You know, well, it's fine. Here's a perfect segue. Who yes. would lose a fight to the monster and sweetheart? Yes. Well, if you want to frame it like that, well, maybe. <laughs> so here's the thing. We're really, really loving The Mandalorian. Um, it's so good. It is basically the Ronin samurai genre transported full on into star Wars, which I think is fantastic. I, I, and it plays so awesome. Yeah. I think it's much better than I was expecting going into it. So I'm having Same. fun with it, but we thought just because we're, we wanted to talk about it, but we didn't want to talk about it on a horror podcast without, with just talking about it. I developed a semi random list of horror characters. I am going to throw them at Nick and Nick is going to tell me win, lose or draw against the Mandalorian. I'm ready. How would these things do? And obviously the first one I was going with was Sweetheart. So Sweetheart against the Mandalorian on the island, but the Mandalorian has all his the armor his... and his gun. He's going to win, obviously. Doubtful. He's got his gun. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Why are you saying this? Because Is it because we saw him get beat up by Jawas? It, dep it depends. It depends. Well, that he did. That he did. 
But it depends. If he's on the island, he's fresh on the island. Like, let's say he lands. He has no idea. It's nighttime. So if he's on a boat and the boat sinks, he's dead because that armor, he's not swimming anymore. (laughs) He's straight to the bottom. Go straight to the bottom. So he's dead. But let's let's pretend like he gets to the island. All right, let's take away his gun because I think the gun changes everything. So it's just the Mandalorian, his armor, but no weapons. I'll give him his grappling hook and the flamethrower. Sure. Like those I mean, are, she those beat are... him with coral, but if you want to give him... She beat him with bones. Better weapons, then go for it, because I think I know how that ends. I mean, he already lost to that one creature. That bit almost bit his arm off, and he had everything there. That's and true. that dude was slow that's, as fuck. That's... So imagine he's near walking along he the coast. He lost the horse. It's basically a horse. Yeah. So if he's walking along and, and, and you know Sweetheart jumps out of the water with that speed... That's mm, true. Mm, Good point. Game over. Can it get through his armor? Probably not, but... <laughs> <laughs> throw him in the water. He's dragging him to his hole. He's a, yeah, he's just dragging him to the hole. All right. All right. So Mando's out. Mando's out. All right. So he's definitely losing to this. All right. I, I, I think I can buy that. I think that's I, I think, think that's, that's I think that's fair. I believe in that. Okay. Answer. The Professor Gremlin. Oh, buddy. Uh I think he would lose. Who would lose? Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would lose. I, I'm sorry. The Professor Gremlin along with the Batman Gremlin. The Professor works with the Batman Gremlin, so you got to give him two. The Batman Gremlin? Don't you remember the Batman Gremlin? No. He, he does an experiment on him. He gives him wings and gives him resistance to sunlight. And he goes, the Professor, I can't do his voice, but he in his snarky Professor voice, he goes, the, the, the Gremlin oh, throws right. his rings and he goes, you're going to need those where you're going. And he goes, go out in the city and wreak havoc. And it flies through the window and it's the Batman shape. So they're gonna win, okay? Because he's gonna for a split second, and that's and, and you know when men are in the heat of battle, yeah, seconds matter. That <laughs> second, the first second he sees this gremlin, he's gonna think it's Baby Yoda, <laughs> let his guard down, and then they're gonna do whatever they do to kill him. He is gonna think it's Baby he's gonna Yoda. Think it's he's baby gonna Yoda be so confused. Yeah, he's gonna let his guard down, I and didn't that's how they that. get you. That's. The that's cor- how they get you. That is the correct answer, and that is how they get you. All right, sorry. All right. I didn't even consider that, but you're right. He looks... Mandalorian's He's going to hesitate. He's yeah, going to hesitate, right. and that's what's going to kill All right, I, I'm going to skip to this because I just... I'm going to see how low on the threshold I can get to get Mandalorian to win. To win? Because I'm going to skip two of them ahead to Chucky. Chucky? Chucky right. versus the Mandalorian. Okay. So, like... Child's Play, the, the new, the remake. The, the remake? Oh, that's different. Because he has technology and stuff. On an island? On an island. Well, no. Oh, wait. It's Mandalorian. Never it's mind. Mandalorian. I, so, I got to move off Sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this one controlled like technology and stuff. So like honestly, Mandalorian could just be flying a ship. And then the new Chucky's just like, how about we crash land on the ground? What's oh, yeah. Up? Or he could take over the Jawa mobile because the Mandalorian was terrified of the Jawa mobile. Yeah. He could just make that thing. Uh, he could hire them. To steal his ship again, <laughs> uh, I think, I think Mandalorian. There's not a lot of winning for the Mandalorian. All right, let me list. improvise here. Let me let me come off my list for a second. Okay, Just, uh, Woody from Toy Story. From Woody from Toy Story. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this. <laughs> I mean, is the Mandalorian the worst? I think. I think. Character in- I, to be funny, to not be funny, but to be serious, <laughs> I think. Because whenever a human comes around, they act like toys. So as long as they keep that stick up, they can they can pull the strings without him even knowing. They can knowing. deceive the Mandalorian. Yeah, they can deceive the Mandalorian. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give that to Woody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You know? One of the grabbers from Tremors. One of the grabbers from Tremors. Versus the Mandalorian. Okay. So the closest the, the closest thing we saw to that was like that rhinoceros thing. Yes. Remember? Yes. And remember how he lost to that too? Because <laughs> he needed Baby Yoda's help. So, you know, that's just where we're at with the Mandalorian. <laughs> All right. So uh, in case you haven't caught this yet, guys, we really recommend the show The Mandalusian. The Mandalusian. He's going to be, he, he can't fight anyone. Do you like he your heroes to win no fights? To win zero fights. He does go apeshit in that one fight. And and and, and that was your favorite scene. God the damn. Show. He did need reinforcements. But, I mean, he kills a lot of people there. When When... When he made that decision of like, I ain't giving up to go little, all in. I ain't giving up this Went baby up Yoda. Call what Carl Weathers and all and of every guys. bounty hunter on that planet. Yeah, so, I mean, what are you talking about here? He beat like did he beat them or <laughs> did the other Mandalorians I that mean, came to save him? He fought off a whole crowd. He was surrounded. He fought off the worst of the worst. That's well. Yeah, that's you true. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll buy that. All right. Are there any bounty hunters in horror? Okay, him versus the dude from Wolf Creek. Oh, the Wolf Creek dude, for sure. I give it to the Wolf yeah, Creek guy. Yeah, it's not even Man, just going to get sniped. It's not even funny. Not even, how about the Great Value Pinhead? <laughs> the later pinhead. The Great Value Pinhead? I think Mandalorian <laughs> would win that one. <laughs> yes! I think <laughs> the Great Value Pinhead would come out, and he would just be like, uh, no, yeah, we're no. flying somewhere else. <laughs> All right, that's That's fine. how he definitely really puts up a W but, right there. Okay, that's, how he, that's the W for the Mandalorian. Um, yeah, or but, yep, yep. I know I know how the Mandalorian went. Have him mm-hmm. single handedly go up against uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably. I think that's the best. That's probably true. I think he gets a W there too. Um, no, that show's so good though. It is. It's really. I mean, it's good. It has a lot of influences and cool elements that aren't overdone because it, it's funny that we put these two things together. The Mandalorian was just because we're enthused about and love it. Right. So it was not like we, I didn't put these together on purpose, but when you think about it, like the Mandalorian's a very spare storytelling for star Wars. There's not a lot going on. As far as I right. can tell, there's literally maybe two plot lines Whereas star Wars usually has, you know, a 750. Dozen, yeah. So, um, just like, Sweetheart, it's a pretty, it's pretty just storytelling. I mean, not a lot of dialogue, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. As a matter of fact, if you watch, we watched The Mandalorian and The Sweetheart. I watched them back to back. And to be honest with you, it was probably the most dialogue free hours of, yeah, of screen watching I've had in a long time. Well, I even, I even like the fact that he keeps his helmet on mm-hmm. so far. Totally. The whole time. Yeah. We haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Oh, and we love that robot from the first episode. Oh, where it was Buster like Scruggsbot? the Buster Scruggs bot, yeah, the best. Just the fact, because like you pointed out that them acting, like a robot acting and a dude with the helmet acting, like it's just all body language, totally. and it just worked so well. Yeah, and you know exactly what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, they were literally Tom and Jerrying it out there, but like, <laughs> but it was hilarious, and you didn't need them to explain what was happening because they were literally, you know, they were just doing what their thing. But the the bounty bot. Buster Scruggs bot, man, just his mode of shooting with his like his right elbow flinging and around. Oh my God. It was spectacular. No, nah, it's totally worth, totally worth it. Totally worth it. So we got a couple good things of entertainment crammed like in this episode was... for you. I think you're going to like both of these. I uh, feel like people are going to say this was like a real Christmas gift of an episode. Well, yeah, I mean, if, like if they're like us one. and they haven't heard of Sweetheart since ever, I don't think I, everyone's heard of Mandalorian. I don't think 
anyone listening to this episode has heard of Sweetheart. I I think that's not true, but I think... How many people do you think have heard of the movie? I think... Give me a number. I think 2% of the people listening to this episode before it will have known, will have heard of Sweetheart. You think 2%? I think 2% will have heard of it, which is not a lot of people, but I think some will have heard of it. And here's why. The only thing is, one, it's Blumhouse. So that, that's... That's true. That's got a name. I mean, that's a pretty high-profile thing, whatever. And two, like you, there are a lot of Creature Feature fans out there that don't get a lot every year. I mean, it's, it's yeah. been pretty bad string of years for for a creature feature film. that's true you know and not i mean there there are good things like calling skull island and and you know i i even like 10 clever lane which isn't really a creature feature but like mm-hmm. a colossal i thought was fantastic and you got some other things you know going shape of water won the fran oscar right so like, i think two percent is accurate i'll agree with that because i mean a cre- there's a subgenre of creature feature fans and anything that gets a review as a creature feature is gonna but it's not a lot and hopefully this helps because it's an excellent movie and w- weird because uh, although Mandalorian and Sweet are, are similar in their spareness, they are they couldn't be less similar in terms of how many people have heard about them. <laughs> right, polar opposites, polar opposites. <laughs> right, yeah. But I mean, we even the score. I feel like Disney Plus and our reach are pretty similar. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. In fact, when when I go to the Disneyland parks, everyone stops. Yes. And they go, who is that guy? <laughs> yeah, so we might want to dial this back a bit because we don't want Sweetheart to overtake Mandalorian. I don't. So Sweetheart, not that great a movie, just saying. Not that great. Yeah, don't no, don't waste it. Don't your, run out and watch that don't run as out opposed watch to it. Mandalorian. Sorry, Disney Plus. We didn't mean to step on Yeah, you. we don't want to step over your <laughs> infinite power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was fun. That was fun, guys. I, watch this movie. I'm, I'm serious. Why is it? Keep on. enjoying the Let holiday t- season. Before we hop yes. off here, let me go to our Instagram. All right, and if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Do whatever. I love you forever. Okay, 44 likes for this post of Sweetheart. Okay? Compared to the usual. Compared to Gatsby, my cat, (laughs) at 108. (laughs) Well, that seems right. Yeah, no, I do agree with that because he's fucking adorable. (laughs) He's fucking Okay, what's what's something that's like Mystery Science Theater Thanksgiving, 125. Okay, go see Sweetheart. That's the final verdict. Yeah, exactly. Go see Sweetheart. It needs uh, it needs a, a boost. It needs your support, and it needs this this lead actress needs to get cast in something with bigger exposure because she deserves it. I don't want to see her like get hit, really get hit because it's a movie that no one heard of because it's an excellent movie. Like it, like it, I don't want to see her like the Flatliners remake effect <laughs> where it's like yeah, a no. career drag. Nah, you no, she that. deserves better than that. Go, no, go see the and the movie. director. Make another one. Yeah, and the director. No, don't Sweetheart make another one. He, no, because we're going to go in too the fishy, layer. Too furious. <laughs> Come on, dude. I'm just an ideas guy. By the great. way, the suitcases in that movie kept floating up, and she keeps putting out other people's clothes, and that freaked me out. I'm just going to say. But You're on an island. I know you don't have any choices. I got it. I get it. It was just it was just freaking me it out. might have been her stuff. I mean, it fit her perfectly. <sighs> some of it did. Some of it did. I mean, the yoga I mean, pants fit. The she sweater's pretty, a sweater. She had a pretty mismatched outfit there going on. That was kind of bizarre. Well, that's true. Well, we'll get into the fashion aspect. <laughs> <on the> next. <laughs> it was a, All right, guys. Until next time, stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies.